I'm Angela. And I'm Patrick. Welcome back to another episode of the Towers Talk podcast. Towers Talk is brought to you by Lion and Braxton Towers. Towers, you can live anywhere, but when you're here, you're home. Today, we are doing things a little different. For me and Angela, we had our RAs back on campus starting on August 1st, and then students moved in a week later on August 8th. So it's been about seven or eight weeks of students being on campus and eight weeks from when this episode uh, and eight weeks from when this episode releases will be November 24th, which is our last full day of being open this semester. So we are halfway through the semester. This week's episode, we wanted to do a little collective reflection on the semester as well as a look ahead. We'll not have a guest today, but instead your lovely hosts, us, will be just chatting about a few topics we agreed on. All right, so the first thing that we're going to talk about is let's go all the way back, Ange. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's talk about opening and the elongated move-in. How did we feel about it? What were some of the benefits and drawbacks? Is there anything that you would have done different or I would have done different if we had to do it again? Yeah, I definitely think from my perspective, um, opening went really well. I think that with, um, you know, despite the challenges of COVID, our uh, two-week, well, we, we moved moving back, but a lot of students ended up moving in that first week that was originally scheduled. And I think that um, that spread out move-in time frame really saved us. And I think that it also helped to um, make things a little bit safer. Um, in addition, this year in Lyon, we moved our check-in area to the back door. We typically are in the blue and gold rooms, but those aren't available this year to us. And so that went really, really well. So I really appreciated it. What about you, Patrick? I don't, for me, it was rough on our staff. It was hard. It was a long, you know, every day working from 8 a.m. To, to 4 p.m. or 8 p.m. Yeah. for some of them. And then going into floor meetings immediately afterwards, it was just, it was really long and it was a hard couple of weeks. I know that talking to parents and students, they loved it. It was really beneficial for them because it was real low stress. Like obviously, you know, low stress, quote unquote, it's really hard because we're in a pandemic and um, things, it was way different than any movement we've experienced before. But um, it just was a weird, for me, it was a weird juxtaposition between talking to my RAs and our desk staff every day and being stressed out about, you know, working all day every day for two weeks straight. Um, And then talking to the parents and faculty and and, uh, parents and students who were just really enjoying it and finding it a lot better than normal. Yeah, I definitely hear you on that. So even though things went really smoothly over here, we were definitely exhausted you know, I think that we we navigated that well. Wine's a little bit smaller of a staff this year as well. We only have 14 RAs. And so I definitely agree. It was super draining on them and myself as well. I will say one thing that I did in line that I think helped a lot was um, I ended up doing the uh, nightly meetings on my own. And then my RAs would break out to do the fun part and the icebreakers. And so um, even though it was super draining on me, I think it definitely was much appreciated by the staff. So it definitely was a win in some ways, but I know I was super burned out at the end of it. Yeah, I can imagine. I did in Braxton, I did not do that. Um, and, but what we did, if so like the last part of that question is, is there anything we would have done different if we had to do it again? 
there was a lot of that, like things that we all picked up by the end of the the two weeks for those four meetings that I think made it a lot easier. For example, like the first two, uh, the first like two or three days, we had to read everything that was in the COVID policies, which was really, it's just a lot and it made the meetings really long. Um, so by the end though, uh, one of our bosses um, had recorded himself reading those policies and we were able to provide that as a link. So I'm not sure if that really qualifies to answer the question, but it's definitely something that made things easier. Yeah, I definitely think that um, that's something I wish I would have figured out and would have thought of doing because um, I definitely went through it the entire time. <laughs> uh, so anyway, moving ended and now we've had students here for many weeks. How do you think the semester has gone so far? Um, it's, I mean, it's a challenging semester. I think it, it's, there's things that have, could have gone better so far, I'd say. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I, I think that it's went well. Um, I think that, you know, there are a lot of challenges, but, um, you know, we've worked hard. I know that the college is monitoring things and, um, you know, they're doing what, what they believe is, is the best for the students. I think specifically in the halls, though, um, you know, we've done what we can to make sure um, that we have provided a safe, comfortable, but also enjoyable experience here in Towers. And so I know that um, thinking yeah. about programming, I know a lot of RHCs have done virtual because that is like the 100% safe, um, you know, option. But I've worked really hard to think outside of the box and to come up with some yeah. um, programs. So we did a housewarming party to go um, where we packeted up do-it-yourself coasters and um, little where am I door tags. And that went really well. We had like over 40 people show up to that and it was awesome. And then to um, coffee and tea with your RHC is like my signature event. And I rolled around a coffee cart and handed out pre-bottled Starbucks Frappuccinos and iced tea cans. And it was awesome. And I felt like we did it safely and it also brought some joy to the students. So um, despite all the challenges, I think that those things went really well. And I'm hoping to do some more uh, before we, we head home at Thanksgiving break. Yeah. What about you? Uh, for me, some some of it is is it's sometimes disappointing to talk to um, parents and other stakeholders. Like we like when we watch the return to campus videos, right? We often hear things that are saying like, you know, my my son or daughter, my student in the residence halls doesn't feel like they're engaging, and that's that's unfortunate to hear because that you know that feels like maybe we're failing to do our jobs as well as we could be. But I know that I know, I mean, I know, you know, as well, RRAs are putting on events and it just, I mean, I've had some really good events that my staff have been doing and just having, you know, one, two people attend and um, I've put on events for our, I don't want to jump too far into what I'm proud of because that's the next question, but like I've put on engineering LLC events so far. Um, you know, we've put on two events that were really, that, that were really successful in years past that we're really proud of. And we've had a combined one student attend. And so it's hard to, it's a hard juxtaposition to have, you know, us putting in all this hard work and seeing not the, the same kind of results that we're used to. And then at the same time, having, you know, more exposure than usual to parent complaints about like, oh, there's nothing happening in the halls. My, you know, my student isn't in, engaging with their, with the people on their floor. They're not engaging with the staff. And it's just, I don't know, for me, that's, that's been hard. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely hear you on that. I think that um, it's so challenging. I'm kind of, you know, on one one end, I see 
um, that this is such a difficult year for first year students, right? Like yeah. it looks so different. And so um, I think when we're hearing parent perspectives and student perspectives, it's just really hard for them and, and really sad for them to see that their students are um, not having the full first year college experience. Yeah. And so no matter what, you know, we do everything that we can. We're trying our best, but at the end of the day, we are still in the middle of a global pandemic and safety yeah. is absolutely everything. And so, um, you know, when I have parents share those concerns, um, I try to explain, hey, this is what we're trying to do. Um, but I also totally understand that this is so difficult for you. And I think just acknowledging the challenges that people are facing, um, you know, yes, the priority is safety. And um, people are getting very, very sick from COVID. Um, but there's also that aspect of, um, you know, we're allowed to grieve experiences that we are missing out on. And so there's yeah. space for that. And I think just acknowledging yeah. that we're missing out on a lot of normal things right now. And first year students are missing out on a lot of normal things. And, um, you know, a lot of parents are struggling because they can't, they can't just come up and come into their students room and um, help decorate or come, come visit inside of the residence halls on a weekend during a football yeah. game. They can't even go to football games right now. Um, so, yeah, I think that, uh, we're doing what we can, but we also, we need to give ourselves permission to grieve the loss of, of some of those normal things. Yeah. That's really good. And thanks. That was, that's, you know, that's good perspective. Uh, okay. So, um, we've, there's more things that I think both of us could say about this one, but let's, let's move on to the next question, which is, so given all of the restrictions and difficulties, what, and you touched on this a little bit already, but what are some of the things we're most proud of and what are things that we think we could have what could have been better so far. Um, yeah. But, um, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. So I, I definitely, um, I think that first and foremost, I am so proud of my RA staff above anyone else here. Um, they are phenomenal. They have been balancing the task of supporting their residents while also being students um, again, that point of grieving things that they're missing out on. I, I have quite a few seniors on my staff that, um, you know, don't get to go to football games this year. And that is a big part of WV tradition. Yeah, and at the end is. of the day, they are still giving 110% to this job and they're still trying to be hopeful and, and just be their absolute best and, and also focus on their safety. So I am, so incredibly proud, proud mom moment, wonderful RAs. And I yeah. know Patrick, you have exceptional RAs as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think they're what I'm most proud of. I think too, um, you know, I will definitely say this ad in, in this profession. And so, um, you know, I've been working in res life for a real long time and yeah, um, it's hard. It is hard and it is sad. Um, and it's also, you know, I think um, I'm proud of, of what I've done so far. I'm also balancing this, um, you know, while getting married in October. And so yeah. um, doing my job in the middle of a pandemic, um, trying to be optimistic and hopeful and cheerful, um, which are just naturally how I am. I'm mm -hmm. a lot as a person. Um, but balancing that with all the challenges, um, it's been really hard, but I'm really proud of, of how I've done that so far. So what about you, Patrick? 
Yeah, I mean, so like you said, I'm really proud of my RAs. They've worked really hard. They've been doing everything they can to make this an enjoyable experience for the residents. And I think they're not here, but I think that it wouldn't be remiss of us to extend from Ryan and Jason that they're proud of the of the Bennett and Brooks staff, respectively. And um, any of the RAs that are listening around campus, if you're if you've decided to tune into Towers Talks podcast, we thank you for all of your hard work yes. and everything that you do. Yes. Um, as for things that I'm like proud of that have gone well this semester, uh, I do an event every year in Braxton every semester called Running of the Bulls because the Braxton logo is a bull. Um, but it's just a, 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 a competition based on their grades, uh, quizzes, exams, projects, papers, etc. They can submit those online to me. And every grade they get 85% or higher, they get a point for their floor. And then the more points you have, the like I do this, this scoreboard by the elevator. Uh, and we're at, at an exceptionally high clip so far in the semester for running of the bulls, like way higher than normal. That's um, awesome. like last, yeah, last awesome. spring. Now, granted, we ended the semester early last spring, but um, we had like I had like 150 submissions from my building by the end of the semester, and so far, it, you know, halfway through, I'm at 60. Um, which for the fall semester is a lot because we, you know, the students don't know what it is. It's hard for them to get into it. So it's just, that's exciting. I'm really proud of that. Um, there's a bunch of things I'm proud of, um, but I'll just, I'll, for the sake of time, I'll leave it at that. Um, things that I think could have gone better so far, uh, definitely uh, like my, like me and Angela have to create engagement plans for our communities. And there are things that are just, that I had planned on doing that are just getting gotten left behind um i was talking to one of yeah Yeah. it's just it's just been hard to balance all the things the new things that we have to do as a result of COVID, and trying to get those things done i was just telling one of our bosses for me and Ange yesterday about this is um i had and one of my ras if she's listening jaden uh called me out because i had this thing on my engagement plan to do uh a dj bxt a spotify playlist for exams and i didn't get it done like it just completely like I kept pushing it further and further down the to-do list as something that was that needed to be prioritized until the point where it just kind of was like, okay, it's too late to do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think for all of our listeners out there, um, you know, we value each and every one of you. We want you to have the best college experience, but um, definitely giving your RHCs and your RAs some grace during this time is much appreciated. Because I think that, Um, You know, I too had some really big goals and, um, you know, some of the things too, I've kind of, um, I know we've been in kind of this three week period of wait and not being able to do anything in person. And, um, you know, with our policy from HR, anytime we leave the state, we have to quarantine and we can't work in our office or throw anything in person. And so, um, you know, with those things, it's really important to follow that for safety reasons, but that has also definitely affected um, some of my plans as well. So thanks for sharing that, Patrick. So, um, you know, just yesterday, um, well, whenever this episode goes live, it'll be about a week. Um, the campus return or uh, announced that students will return to in-person classes. Um, and so when this goes live, students will be back to in-person class. Um, yep. So we're halfway through our time uh, with students. What are, what are some things that we're looking forward to the rest of the way? You know, what about you, Patrick? What are you, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I mean, I touched on it with the running of the bulls. I'm at a really high clip with that so far. And I think that that tends to grow exponentially as the semester goes along because they see the the scoreboard getting, you know, up and they, they get more excited. They try, they try, they try harder to win. They, they 
peer pressure their friends and their roommates and their floor mates to submit grades. So I'm excited to see how that goes the rest of the semester. And you talked earlier about your uh, coffee and tea and pushing the cart around. Um, I do have that on my engagement plan to do as well in a couple of weeks to push pepperoni rolls around and, and yes. talk to the students in my building. So I'm <laughs> excited for that. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of things, but what do you, what about you, Ange? I think that, um, you know, yeah, I have a, a bunch of activities and my RAs have some awesome like programs on there. We've done a lot of door to door um, plant programs um, and I love plants okay. so much. So those have been super successful. Um, but I think at the, at the end of the semester um, and going into next semester, I'm looking forward to just kind of debriefing with everyone. And yeah. um, you know, at the end of COVID, just talking about the shared experience, I think that yeah. there's so much value in shared experiences. And so even though it's such a difficult semester to all of you first year students and upperclassmen and RAs and faculty and staff members listening, at the end of the day, we're going to come out of this and be able to look back on all that we've learned from yeah. this experience. And, and it's, it's so challenging. We've been through so much. We have had, um, you know, our values challenged at times. And, um, you know, I absolutely love what I do every day, but there have been moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, can I keep doing this? I live in the <laughs> building with the students and it is so hard this year. Yeah. Um, but I do, I love what I do with a passion and, I think that it's so hard right now, but the best that we can do is just look out for each other and, um, you know, continue to support one another and just be present. And at the end of all of this, we will have this, this unified shared experience that we can look back yeah. on and say, you know what, we came through this strong. Um, you know, we are still thriving and, and we're still going to come out, uh, as mountaineers together. And, um, just, you know, look out for each other um, as we go forward into the end of the semester and into next semester. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's all really true. I talk to my staff and students about that every year is you form bonds so much stronger with people who you struggle through things with than you do with things yep. where just everything comes easy and you're always successful. Um, when you really go through something with someone that forms such a tighter bond because mm -hmm. you like, no matter what, you can always look back and be like, yeah, like this is hard. But remember when we went through that other thing for our students, like it'll almost, you know, it's, it's hard. It's weird to say this because people are dying and, and people are getting really sick, but um, this is going to become like a social capital in the future. Like the way that you hear jokes about like, you know, older, older people saying like, Oh, when I went to school, I had to walk uphill yeah. and downhill in the snow. Like that's what our students are going to say eventually. Like, Oh, you like when these students are seniors, they're going to talk to the freshmen who are like, yeah, like things are hard. And it's going to be like, well, did you start college in a pandemic? No, yep. I did. Yep. <laughs> so um, it's weird to say that, but it's true. And it, it's going to like the friends they're going to make now are going to be people that they're going to be close with for a really long time. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. And um, you know, just everyone listening, be positive, care for one another, yep. um, and check in on your friends, like check in on them. Um, you know, it's, I, I know we're all handling this, I think pretty well. Um, yeah. but that doesn't mean that some folks aren't struggling internally and, um, you know, no two students who are listening who may be struggling, 
Um, you know, I'm going to shout out to the Cruth Center. We have amazing mm -hmm. counseling resources out there. And so um, you have your RHCs and your RAs as resources, but um, we have a wonderful counseling staff that is also there for you. So yeah, we're, we're handling this pretty well, but know too, you don't have to carry everything and, and that you yeah. have some resources out there to get help. So definitely check in with them. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in this week and for listening to us ramble on as always. Um, you know, uh, we're kind of uh, shouting into the void right now. And, um, you know, I, I think that we're all in that place mentally. Um, but I think yeah. this was good, Patrick. I think it was good to check in and, you know, just talk to our listeners, um, you know, on a very real note about how we're feeling and, um, try to give some sense of optimism, I guess, as we go into these next yeah. few. So, um, thank line. you all. Thank you all. We're really, really fortunate to be able to do this for you. And make sure to tune in next week when we'll be interviewing another member of the WVU community. And this time, we might actually be interviewing somebody from the community. Yes. No, we will. We will. So, thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you.